0: Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. We are going to look at kind of an outlaw classic, toward the force debut issue or or book here by Raphael Grandpa, the Brazilian cartoonist. Hasn't done a ton of comics because I think he's high demand as an illustrator, director, animator, all of these things. Started working when he was a young teenager, professionally, kind of a savant at visual art. But fortunately, we've gotten some comics out of him. This was the first comic I saw of his, and... uh, it's it's outlaw, man. DNA is outlaw comics, so there's going to be some fun stuff in here. The other place people might know him from, he's done little short stories, Batman Black and White, uh, Marvel Strange Tales, done a bunch of covers. Teamed up with Frank Miller for The Dark Knight Returns, The Golden Child, one shot, uh, which came out, I don't know, a year or two ago. Um, but a pretty probably his highest profile work, teaming up with Frank Miller. I kind of think this is your
1: audition tape for uh, to get Frank Miller's attention. I, uh, I, n- I never read any of his work. I've never, never seen very much of it. Saw the name, but never like dug into his stuff at all. When we cracked this open and it was time to start reading, I realized he has left a major imprint on the culture of comics because I see a lot of artwork with those tick marks. Yes. Totally influenced by him. Totally, totally. Like, like he's he's the the piece. Wizard magazine quote to
0: uh to to put it perfectly in cartoonist kayfabe continuity here. Like Peck and Paws Convoy meets the Twilight Zone. Mesmo delivery delivers the right amount of action and suspense with a little something extra. Um, I think that's hilarious. It's a Wizard quote on the back of this thing. Man, it must have been like the fucking death nail era of Wizard. It had to be near the end of it. But yeah. hey, man, they recognized it and uh, dedicated to Fabio Moon and Gabriel Bell fellow uh, countrymen for him. And they've done some some work together. They self-published a book that won an Eisner Award called Five. Uh, Becky Cloonan also in that book. Shasta so, Fabio. Man, he's a kayfaber. I've seen him rocking some kayfabe gear and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I saw a recent picture of that that, uh, that that was pretty cool. But, you know, I think it speaks to, again, quality of cartoonist here. Uh, that's a pretty good company to hang out with. Yeah. And this book was distributed by Adhouse House Books, publisher of a bunch of my comics. So Pretty cool. I think Dark
1: Horse might have done a subsequent printing. They did. They did. So this is the, the one that at house. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the Dark Horse one, which is the one that, that I've seen, it has uh, equal to if not more pages of back matter Ooh. than 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 this. So if this is a 60 page comic, there's like 70 pages of back matter to, to pad things out, something like that, man, I'd be down for any of that kind of stuff. Any extras.
0: Um, but you see like interesting page designs to get started. And the story here is these truckers are making some sort of delivery, uh, a questionable delivery. And this big dude is hired to drive. This guy is kind of like, he can't drive, but he's like the enforcer type dude. That's making sure this delivery reaches its destination. And, uh, off they go. Almost Mad Max esque. totally
1: know? like these little tick marks are what I'm talking about. Like people have adopted this kind of stuff. I, I, I see a lot of art that's using, this kind of visual language, and I have to think that it comes from uh, Grandpa. It's real interesting because of that line work, because I see like a bunch of Paul Pope influence. Yeah, yeah. When you see the thick, the thick like uh, these kind of strokes. Yeah,
0: like almost uh, some of the figures and stuff, but the inking is totally different than Paul Pope, and it is those little tick marks. I don't know what those are. You know, like those look like pens, but you see some heavier lines. So. Yeah. Hard to tell what he's actually drawing with.
1: This is one of those tandems where uh, you got the big scary guy, and then and then you have the, the the little skinny fella. the The color palette is very distinct. It's it's like there's like a light pink wash over everything, man. Like a, like a five percent magenta on top of everything. Yeah,
0: it almost could be a uh, like a two color job. Yeah, uh, it, I don't think it is. No. But, but it has that feeling where it is a very limited palette. And uh, he stops to get something to drink. And uh, this
1: image, you can't sleep on that man. That that sort of under undercarriage of of the car with like all the
0: reminds me of like Jeff Darrow talking about how he wants to have like how the car works. You know, yeah, <laughs> like you yeah, see drive shafts it, and stuff it, it under looks there. Looks
1: like it, right? It looks like it works. Like it. like he's a very um, he's a very observed uh, artist. Like when you see this trucker cap in many different uh, points of view, it's like he's sitting there with a trucker cap and and staring at the thing, but not just trying to draw it the way he sees it. He's adding his own sh- strokes to it to, to like make it his own. Very cinematic. This is a good page for that kind
0: of cinematic thing. This reminds me of Mike Mignola, how he'll like show like a detail in the room sometimes. And this artist reminds me of the way Mignola seems to find idiosyncratic artists and employ them. Grandpa would have fit in that, you know, like like I think that's somebody like an artist artist kind of guy. But this is almost the fisheye lens of giving us the interior and then here comes our I hesitate to say hero <laughs> but our protagonist comes walking in you know and it just
1: it feels very cinematic all eyes on him our big Lenny from Of Mice and Men kind of character good page turn and you see him and it's like okay yeah he's the he's the big big Willie Jackson of, of the of the comic like he's the guy I love the character design too. Whether it's the hat pulled
0: over the eyes don't don't know if we ever see his eyes clearly, or like that gigantic upper body and you know little tiny skinny legs under him.
1: Yeah, and it's a white shirt, so so uh, attention is always drawn to him. You know, yeah, there's it pops there's nothing in that
0: dark environment.
1: Yeah, there's nothing else uh, like that. And and uh, the back matter stuff in the Dark Horse collection will show you all the um, kind of drafts to get to this point. And and Grandpa's describing his thoughts for the character designs on everybody yeah
0: this kind of book is relatively simple so all those pieces have to work like you have to nail character designs yeah, you have to nail compositions
1: his whole thing was was uh you know I want to tell a a, a simple story that's very visually driven and and this is where my mind has has been uh, after you know, several months worth of interviews that we've been doing, talking to J- Jeff Darrow, Frank Whiteley, like Mike Mignola, like Mike Mignola who's, who who admitted in our shoot interview that like he designs pages and when he goes back to like put in the dialogue, he doesn't even remember what the characters are saying. He's just trying to draw off cool looking shit. And in this writer driven medium of, of modern day mainstream comics, this is so much more breath of fresh air than any like random jobber comics you're going to get off the conveyor belt. The little bit of story that we need here is this guy's talking about being a fighter and uh, his
0: buddies are kind of egging him on here like 50 bucks knock this big dude down. And so they they tell the big dude same deal man you want 50 bucks you knock him down so that's your stakes and he's like right, let's let's go do this. Let me see the money. Very simple as you say Ed. This is definitely an action visual driven kind of story (laughs) because that's all the setup that we need really. But then we're going to take it to the place of the absurd. Which, again, man, this feels like a Mike Mignola kind of conceit. But uh, this guy has a cartoon hand. I don't know if he Jeff refers Darrow. to it that way. Yeah,
1: George, Jeff Darrow also would, would, would have, have something like that. There's a lot
0: of Darrow-esque qualities in here. I thought of uh, Trad Moore was another artist that, that certain parts of this remind me of. But great stances and stuff as he comes in with this, uh, this, this big, I don't know, concrete hand, whatever that thing is. <laughs> guy watching it, you know, the bartender pulls up his
1: chair by the, uh, by the windows. It's perfect. We're just going to see a big bar fight. So you see the big ass guy and you just assume that he's going to fuck that guy up. I mean, we've been following him the whole comic. You know, this is, the, this is the psycho swerve. Exactly. And the whooshes, you know, he's missing out and
0: this guy connects. It's a good punch. Good connection. Hits him on that bingo button. That's exactly right. And punches it punches almost through his stomach <laughs> with the oof. It's so good, like he's so big too. Like we haven't seen this kind of giant panels yet. And so whenever he pulls in for this fight scene, we're not even seeing full figures, you know? Like it's really maximizing how much figure can we put in there and your knockout punch, that hat that we've been staring at the whole book, separated from the guy.
1: That's a very Paul Pope page. The whole page, yes.
0: Yeah, I find it
1: with some of the lettering, you know? Like to me, some of this lettering feels
0: very Paul Pope-esque. Yeah,
1: and then just like this kind of stuff drives it home. You know, that drives it home. That's straight out of THB.
0: Look at this as a spread. So the first thing we have is, you know, he gets knocked down, and there are just, like, these, who knows, thoughts fleeing his consciousness here and almost populating, transforming into these little characters across this page. He goes black and white in this unconscious state. That's amazing. And then, like, he's knocked down here, and it's like the close-up. It's almost one continuous piece across the two pages of him being knocked down. There's a lot of that in this comic. It is just... A guy who's really good visually and that's the whole focus is that visual stuff you know not a lot there stomps him in the face a little bit of cruelty there at the end fun word balloon Mm -hmm. that could be out of like early uh, early Sunday strips whenever the word balloons weren't totally figured out kind of cool and uh, this guy's a winner man he's picking up both girls now yeah 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 these are these are like the truck stop prostitutes that they were divvying up until this fight goes down and now he wants some money in this. Like he's, he's ready to take both the girls now. And these two are the bum losers. <laughs> the lounge lizards. Yeah. But uh, our big guy isn't quite done yet. How about this for a setup,
1: man? <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell! Doc! Boom!
0: We interrupt this program to pay some bills. Ed and I are both Eisner Award-winning cartoonists, and here are some of our latest comics. Ed Piscor's Red Room, the Antisocial Network, out now available wherever you buy books comic shops bookstores online directly from the publisher whatever works for you if you're into graphic violence and depravity this is the book for you the best outlaw horror comic being published today and available wherever comics are bought and sold and the new series of red room red room trigger warnings gonna be a big 2022 for us ed red room trigger warning starting in february 2022 you see the main cover here There are also variants, including my Robert Crumb homage for trigger warnings number one, Peach Momoko, and the uh, retailer incentive variant by Ed Piscor. These will be out in February, and due to some uh, ransomware issues with the distributor, these may be the most rare Red Room comics ever published. So pick these up whenever you see them, and uh, February, right around the corner, these will be in your local comic shop before you know it. So grab those at the first chance that you have. My next big project hulk grand design monster will be out in comic book shops march 2022 and uh i have some marching orders for the cartoonist kayfabe faithful out there i want this to be the most pre-ordered subscription held comics that your local comic shop has ever seen or dealt with so get in your comic shop owner's face with your phone show them this cover tell them you want this book on your pool list in your subscription box and basically make them sick of hearing about Hulk grand design. 40 years of incredible Hulk comics put down in two issues, Hulk grand design monster and Hulk grand design madness coming in April 2022. This tells about 10,000 pages of comics in a concise, super dense and uh hopefully well-designed 80 pages and uh you will want to to uh, pick this book up. It's perfect for the new readers, it's perfect for the longtime fans, it's perfect for the fans of Cartoonist Kayfabe. So tell your local comic shop about this and uh, tell it to them three or four times. Sometimes you need to hear it more than once to uh, make it stick. But hey, Marvel didn't back me up with Retailer Incentive Comics, and to me, that is a slap in the Cartoonist Kayfabe community's face that they don't believe this is one of their top selling books. Let's change their mind. Let's prove them wrong. Let's show them what cartoonist Kayfabe is all about and we've got some great variant covers available starting with Ed Piscor's variant for Monster here. A throwback to uh, Wolverine. First appearance of Wolverine costume wise but the classic iconic McFarlane cover there. um, That's a brilliant idea man and I love those greens. Peach Momoko turning into a cartoonist kayfabe darling here with uh, between Red Room and Hulk man that's a lot of Peach Momoko variants and the great Marcos Martin doing the Hulk transformation cover variant pretty awesome
1: I'm a little bit jealous that he nailed this on a cover looks cool to me man you said it off the off the bat man uh, not retail incentive variants so that means that kayfabers you could get every flavor that you want it's all within your range man so get your hands on on, on the on the complete set and uh, once again man Tell your local comic shop owner, Hulk Grand Design,
0: pre-order them for you and order them big. And now back to our regular scheduled programming. Well, <laughs> our fighter ducked, he had good instincts. And we're starting to go into the outlaws outlaw elements of this story. Safe to say. That's an amazing panel though, and just uh, she's not coming back.
1: You you feel you feel it all, man. Like like that that liquid release. I mean, what they tell you is pretend like you're Punching through the the person, you're trying to punch through the back door.
0: Yeah, you see, like this is where her head was. Would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's at his elbow. He's elbow deep in her in in her head in that picture. Crazy. And look at the eyes pop. That's a great effect. I really like that. Even the cropping, you know, we often point out like interesting cropping. That's pretty good. And she's hanging now, suspended pretty much on his arm in yeah. that panel.
1: Yeah, shades of uh, Bart Sears Violator comic. <laughs> I
0: bet that's what
1: Raphael is he's, channeling. He's there. trying to impress uh he's trying to impress Uncle Todd. So our,
0: our big guy is a little bit stunned for a minute, just enough to get this fighter back on his feet. Big guy never gets any uh any punches on that guy.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, he, he he lands nothing. This
0: guy talks shit a bunch in the beginning and then backs it all up. Not yeah, what you usually see. Exactly. And again, cool perspectives, warm eye view trying to figure out like, what are we going to do here? And his plan is to throw these bodies in the back of the truck punches off the lock and another good stroke of storytelling. What's in the back of the truck cut to, he doesn't get to find out. This is the setup for he's he's just being hired to drive this truck because the other guy can't drive. doesn't get to look at the cargo.
1: We see this motif a lot. Like, so like we've, we've gone through however many, 30 pages. And this is the first time we see this motif. And then throughout the rest of the comic, like we see it a lot, like this this kind of like first person view of, uh, you know, like these compositions. It really makes me want to read that back matter because these are good, like it's good comic
0: storytelling. You know, like for a first time guy, I'm I'm curious what his thoughts were and how he came about doing this. So opens up the back and what happens? Wasn't supposed to look back there. We see him falling backwards and good cropping, man because we don't realize his head's been cut off until the next panel and it rolls over to these people and what happens? How about that for a point of
1: view shot of somebody pissing themselves? Straight up, I spit on your grave, exploitation film stuff and look how saturated it is in the middle, like uh, (laughs) just like one or two dots trickle, but lots of it comes out of the five o'clock shadow unbelievable and
0: there's our guy right in the middle of the panel talk about a frame for uh to present your your tough guy
1: and it's good because he because he is the tough guy but he's squirrely and small and a freaking elvis impersonator you can almost see how like if you're frank miller and you're looking at this this is
0: batman shit yeah that's a good panel too with the dude's head right in the middle and the bloodstain of it bouncing <laughs> the the further the bounces to get smaller and smaller as we come to rest there do- in between do- everybody do- 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 Look at those blades. Super cool. Cartoon characters running away, people having their heads separated from their body.
1: That's like them joints that uh, you fillet fillet fish with.
0: He is so good with these knives too, like throughout this. Look, the knives are crisscrossing and stuff. He does a lot of really cool stuff, poses and movements with these knives consistently. I mean this feels to me reminiscent of uh, Shaolin Cowboy's uh, Cowboy Flips Around like really good figure drawing and being able to draw that in various foreshortened and perspective. (laughs) This one right
1: here dude you've never seen that amazing shot through the mouth and you see the blade moving through a dude's freaking head so good cutting cutting little gimmicks off man little arteries and and jugulars Oh, man. And the classic Marvel squat pose right after his flipping through the air and
0: cutting this dude's head off, just spraying blood out of the neck. Yeah. And running away. This is a slasher movie here, her Ankle. That's what happens. Should have kept your eyes on that prize in front of you. So the end of... Uh... <laughs> it's not enough that we know her fate. It's also got to be separating that, where stab in the eye and then cut off the head... And it's stuck
1: on the knife at, at the halfway point. Like I, I love that. I like you know, fuck the neck, dude. Like cut, cut it off at the, at the head. Even the tongue cut oh, off yeah. part Just way. It's a little
0: piece. But it's so good. Like this is that choreography. This is the other piece that I bet Frank Miller looked at and loved. Because I always think of his like Daredevil choreography, being a guy that did that when no one else was. This is careful choreography. Our bartender, the uh, the big dude, came through the window, fell on his leg. He's hiding, running for his life. It's not going to help him. Trying to call the cops before he can even pick up the phone. His hand is stabbed to the phone, and our guy's already seated on the bar stool. Pretty cool cut. Another one of those comic book superhero moments. You know, it's Batman showing up whenever Commissioner Gordon just turns his back. So bloody everywhere. Ask for the beer, and uh, how do I open up the beer? How about your eye socket <laughs> so unnecessary and you see the the dragging the body out and the devil waiting underneath is this who the uh, delivery
1: is for is he delivering bodies to this devil this man this is the suitcase in uh, Pulp Fiction like we, we... You even see his little uh, his little cock little the thing piece down. look at that thing no wonder he's so pissed off a couple
0: ad pages yep and again, Raphael Grandpa, man, a very uh, successful on the commercial side of art. So, throwing a couple of ads there. And he's loading up bodies in the back of this truck. Man, these boots are all terrific. We ever talk about, you know, shoes and how hard it is to draw feet and shoes and perspective and everything. Always admire it whenever you find somebody that can do it. And same with hands.
1: Yeah, even this, man, like like that kind of like pose. That feels like it's like, you know, from the Fairborn, Fairburn, like reference school of of uh photo ref like just very human you've seen that done a bunch you've seen marv drink his beers that way that's true uh pretty good too with this guy just being
0: you know part of the uh part of the scenery while he's knocked unconscious there in the window and spits his beer on him like uh time time to wake up nope because we're gonna cut to his involvement in these uh in this convoy delivery
1: yeah see his whole deal is he doesn't drive so he needs he needs a bumpkin to, to man the wheel. You know, that's, that's the one bit of character that we get from our guy. He likes Elvis, and he doesn't drive, and he's good with blades. So for all these, like, spec marks,
0: this is drawn. That's not a coloring gimmick, this reflection on the bottle. If you look close, this is black ink around there. So you get to see, you know, how resourceful and, and inventive uh, Raphael is in some of that mark-making. But Dump some beer on his uh, driver to wake him up. Good-looking mangled face. I feel like we've all drawn some of those, right? And uh, scoops
1: up his hat, pulls the little tooth out of his finger. See themat- thematic uh, mirroring because we saw the crow uh, in the first couple pages with a, with a tooth in its mouth. Human tooth. I do love that this kind of stuff is in here. Like the mascot, you know, the gasoline mascot's just this
0: cartoon character. And the detail of like a fan mounted on the roof oh, for yeah. the driver. That feels, you know, there's so much Darrow-esque kind of attention to detail in here. And off they go, and uh, we get the uh, the revelation that the driver is
1: part of the cargo itself. Yes. What's being delivered. Yeah, yeah you need one extra body or something.
0: Which is that acknowledgement. That's pretty fun, the crow, you know. Having a word balloon, but obviously not saying anything I've in English. Se-
1: I've seen that, mm-hmm. you know. Like I think I think that might have been in like Sandman comics or something. And there are your credits. So, how about that for your uh, debut
0: comic? Not bad. Not bad at all. And his bio- biography here, um, you know, starting young, and I guess this is up to about 2010, maybe. I don't know if I have a date on when this comes out, but somewhere around there early early uh, 2000 teens and your ad house distribution I dug it you know this was one of those kinda like out of nowhere books for me whenever I got hold of it yeah and uh, I think it's sold out very quickly I, I think this is a tough book to get now and rightfully so you know the guy hasn't done a ton of comics and hit the ground running
1: yeah the the dark horse one, you like you'll you'll probably find much much easier than this but uh, yeah highly recommended like you know like I said Heard the name, see the name in articles, blah, blah, blah. Uh, never even really looked at the dude's stuff at all. Had had a, had a ball reading this thing. Yeah, it makes me want to uh, check out that Frank Miller collaboration now. You mean the Brian Azzarello, uh, <laughs> Raphael Grandpa collaboration? <laughs> where... Just watch any of those panels that where Frank is on there with Azzarello and, and he goes, oh, I don't even know what happened. Like, I mean, he flat out <laughs> says it like in these things, man.
0: Well, I'll be I'll be uh, looking into it for the grandpa art. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> as long as that part is by grandpa, I'm in good shape. Let's bounce, man. is like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell, we'll notify you when new vids are available. What's out there, Jimmy? Join me on patreon.com slash
0: jimrug where I will be covering a lot of my Hulk grand design process and cartoonist Kfabe community. I am calling on you, man. Hit those comic shops. Tell your local comic shop buyer to pick up Hulk Grand Design, make it the most requested book they have ever heard in pre-orders and uh, show marvel what cartoonist kayfabe is all about let's make this a best-selling book and i need all of you to make that happen so hit up those comic shops man now's the time to order at hulk grand design
1: red room the anti-social network in stores today man get your hands on that trade paperback uh... thank you guys for supporting the comic over uh, this christmas season so a lot of those gifted to very sick individuals over the 2021 holiday season, and I appreciate it very much. Uh, This next coming year, 2022, sees uh, the release of Red Room Trigger Warnings, uh, issue number one, which will begin in uh, February, and it will be monthly, every issue completely self-contained. If you see an issue, give it a shot. If you like it, try another. Uh, You can pre-order those comics at uh, my link tree in the description below this video, straight from Fantagraphics. Go to your local comic shop. If you want to read these comics right away, go to my Patreon. All those links in the link tree. What else do we have, Jim?
0: Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video.
1: Given those margin orders, we're going to be on our way. Read more comics.